0: My dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM. Drive time program. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano who is currently ministering in two churches here in South Australia at Meros Park, Seventh-day Adventist Church, as well as Sinai. Sinai is there in Deveron Park in the northern suburbs of I'd like. And I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our uh, dear listener, as we, uh, discuss on this wonderful and interesting topic around this time of the year. Friends, we've got this theme, great theme, God keeps his promises. And under this theme, we are wrestling with a, uh, a very interesting topic which i believe is relevant for our time and the question is is the christmas story still relevant think about the times in which we are living difficult and challenging times many questions has been asked asked and uh, have been asked i should say and many people are asking big questions where are we heading There are many uncertainties in our world today, and this world is becoming a little bit more difficult for many people because of the changes that are happening around the world, and rather speedily, very, very quickly. And so, friends, the question is, now that we are living around the Christmas time period, and we are fortunate enough to be alive up to this time, you know, considering the pandemic and the challenges that it has brought to our world, the question is, is the Christmas story still relevant? Well, I've got a good friend of mine here in the studio, and I believe he'll be able to share something uh, something that will give us hope, something uh, that is uh, comforting to the ear. And so, friends, let us welcome Pastor Hugh Hinnan. Welcome to the studio.
1: Oh, it's really good to be here with you again, Fabiano, and uh, thank you for welcoming me. And it's always good to be with you. Yes, and uh, as well as with our listeners as well.
0: Amen, amen. So, well, Pastor, let me ask, what are you doing um, for? Your family around this Christmas time period?
1: Oh look, Fabiana, for us, uh, Advent, as I yes. like to think of it. You know, yes. it's it's that time where uh, the Advent or the coming of Christ Wonderful. that was foretold was fulfilled. Uh-huh. Uh, that that uh, God had been saying for centuries yes. that look, I'm coming to my people, and, mm. and finally He had arrived without yes. fanfare, without you know uh, any <laughs> any great uh, um, worldly announcements, so to speak. Mm. Um, but He was here. He was Wonderful. with us. Wonderful. God with us. Yes. And so I always find this a very special time of year. We know that yeah. biblically speaking, historically speaking, it was yes. very unlikely yes. that Jesus was born in December. That's right. um, That's but right. uh, as a society, mm. we, we remember that Jesus was born, Wonderful. That, that, that God was incarnated, became one with us. Uh-huh. And so it's a very special time for us and our family yeah. uh, and for our church family. And uh, we, we love to uh, just be reminded and yeah. to encourage each other with the greatest story ever told
0: that's wonderful yeah yeah, yeah. You, yeah think no, about, that's good. you think about
1: it, you think about yeah the cross yes would not have been possible without that's right. the birth
0: without the birth that, yeah. that's key that's important right.
1: yeah so the most yeah. important thing mm. that ever happened in human history yes. would not have been possible without without first jesus having been born yeah. born to die Mm. But born that we might live. Wonderful. Yeah. That's good. And so very important time for us. Yes. And, uh, yes. Looking forward to, uh, to sharing this time with our listeners and sharing yes. this time with, with others in our community, uh, in, in this, uh, coming weeks and days. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful.
0: That's great. Yeah. Now I would like to just remind our listener that, um, you can listen to the previous presentations by going to, uh, faithfm.com.au. You can also download the app and around this, uh, uh, time of the year uh, uh here at Faith FM we'll be playing uh beautiful hymns and songs uh that are fitting for the season mm. uh to really draw people closer to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is the reason for the season yes. and uh, we believe that um uh it is so important that people understand that that, that is that is what we as believers and as Seventh-day Adventist uh, Christians believe in. Mm. Jesus is uh, should be the center, especially around this time of the year.
1: A- and for yourself too, Fabiano, in That's terms right. of the,
0: the gospel story, Amen. very important yes. to you as well, yes. isn't it? The, the gospel Amen. story, yeah, yeah, yeah of Jesus coming, right? That's right. Yes. And and I'm so thankful because Jesus coming in this world. Mm men's aversion possible for us. Yes. So we thank God for that. We do. Yeah. Now let me just share with our listeners something that I found quite interesting. As I was browsing on this uh uh website a ministry that produces magazines, which anyone can actually order for, um, I was going to say order for free and put myself in trouble there. <laughs> but subscribe to, uh, and listen to uh, via the podcast, or if you prefer hard copies, actually you can actually subscribe to Signs of the Times magazine. Oh, great magazine. And, uh, and you'll find great and wonderful articles that mm. are fitting and relevant for the times in which we are living, uh, exploring different uh you know, worldviews, uh, what's happening around the world and different topics. Just a great and wonderful uh, uh, magazine that looks at the times in which we are living. And uh, so I found this article, which was written back in October 11th, uh, this year, 2021. And uh, the article is actually titled, A Generation That Breathes Anxiety. A Generation That Breathes Anxiety. And so the author starts off by saying, you're always afraid people will judge you or know your weaknesses. It's like being totally naked in front of a huge crowd says Bruno, uh, see about the hidden struggles he had with anxiety. And then he goes on to talk about the story about this gentleman. But then down in this, in this, uh, article, the author actually reminds us that we also have fears. We have many things of which we are wrestling with. And then he goes on to talk about actually in this time of the great pandemic, uh, COVID-19, the stressors of the indiv, of, of uh, uh many Australians has actually skyrocketed mm. around this time of the year. Mm. And um, I wish I had time to read to you some of the paragraphs here quite interesting and uh, notice this one in particular uh, anxiety is the most common mental disorder among people in the European Union uh, and uh, annually 14% of Europeans face anxiety as well as according to the a study published in 2011 uh, which also revealed uh, other conditions that Europeans um, struggle with and then so it's not just the Europeans but the author then comes to Australia and um, if I can just stress my My, my eyes once again where I noted that, but, uh, maybe let me know, take time here, but she, but the author highlights that here in Australia, the amount of calls that the, uh, helpline received and it, it was just more than ever before and, uh, and more than the time of the wildfires, I found that to be quite interesting. That um the wildfires that uh uh we experienced here in Australia not long ago. And so yeah it anxiety, stress. A lot of people are stressed and they're looking for answers. They're wondering uh what tomorrow what tomorrow will look like because we are struggling right now to uh what should I say to to, to make sense of what's happening even with this great pandemic. So now the question is, is the Christian story still relevant, uh, Pastor Hugh, even in the time of great uncertainty? Uh, that's what we want to explore. But but before we go into that and before we even pray, mm. I would just like to ask, um, when you think about the challenges that we are going through as a people, mm. as a nation, and as a world, uh, and the fact that a lot of people are actually stressed and they're worried and they're fearful. Mm. Um, maybe in a few words, Is there something, a word of hope you could share with people who are listening?
1: Oh, look, absolutely, uh, Mm. Fabiano. I think that's a really great question you've asked, I must must admit. Praise God. Because it's true to say that we are living in a very... Uh, tense, uh, uncertain, anxious time, uh, where people are tending to feel somewhat more insecure, uncertain about the future, insecure for today. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and a lot of that is driven by the circumstances in which we find ourselves, and COVID's right. played a big part in that with the pandemic and so on. But yeah. but uh, I think and correct me if I'm wrong, but part of what you were sharing just now, it sounded like uh, that at this time of year, at yes. Christmas time, a lot of people have all sorts of anxiety and, right. and challenges and stresses, yeah. um, and and I just would like like to say to that that perhaps it is that that's because a new story yeah. has has overlaid uh, mm. a new layer has been placed upon this Christmas season wow. uh, and has supplanted the original story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That, I think that's where I would uh, how I would answer things initially, yeah. uh, and and therefore uh, you know this whole idea of. Um, commercialization, of expectation, of Mm -hmm. anticipation, Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. uh, concern and worry with regards to, you know, will all the... All the uh, social elements, or the customary, traditional mm. uh, elements that have adhered, thems- adhered themselves like barnacles to the hull of a ship, <laughs> you know, uh, like like with regards to um, to the original Christmas story, but rather mm. instead a new story that's all about uh, how we practice Christmas and uh, what gifts we give and yeah. what gets hung up and what what shines and and uh, uh, in terms of lighting and, and and who's going to be there and who's not going to be there and all mm. the anxieties that can go with. That with broken families and all the rest of it, uh, I won't continue that litany of woe. That sounds yeah. woeful. Um, <laughs> but but all of that does play a big part in <clears throat> in uh, people carrying these sorts of concerns with them. Right. So let me hasten to say Amen. that that um, you know, there's an original story here that is more relevant than mm. ever before because we are living uh, in a time that needs the original story. Yes, because the original story is one that first of all is not. Um, just, uh, uh, uh I guess, uh, exposed to or that is tossed about by the circumstances in which we find ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's not just about the, the present situ, but rather instead, um, it's a story that's endured it's a wow. story that that has enduring value that brings real sense of hope yes uh, and and gives a, a great sense of meaning and of purpose to people's lives and has done for generations wonderful. beyond the circumstances in which we find ourselves mm-hmm. uh, and it it is a story uh, that is one about peace wonderful and of goodwill hmm. and the favor of god upon the earth and upon those who live upon the earth. Wow. And uh I don't know about you, but we need more of that kind of a story. Oh yes, story oh, yes. oh yes we do The yes. story ever told more and more in our lives today than yes. ever before.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh wonderful. Yeah. Oh that's comforting. And I'm I'm sure we'll w- we'll learn more about that as we discuss mm. uh in the, uh in in the following you know few minutes ahead and yeah it's such a what should I say? It's it's like um it's like a cup of water you know in summer and on a dry sunny day so yeah thank you for that now I would like to just offer a word of prayer uh for those who will be listening and that the Holy Spirit also will lead us and guide us as we explore even more and more about this gospel story uh of, of Jesus let us pray Father in heaven we thank you for Jesus we thank you that he could accept to come into this world humbly and just live amongst us and experience the pain, the suffering, the woes of this world and just to pave a way for me and for the individual who's listening. Lord, we are ever, ever grateful. Lord, we are so thankful. I'm reminded in, in John 15, I believe it says, greater love has none than this the one who laid down his life for his friends. And Jesus has done that for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We are thankful for Jesus and we ask that the Holy Spirit will lead us in, in this study help us to understand and appreciate the gospel story as we wrestle with a question, a very important question. Is Christmas still relevant today? Father, we pray that you may lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Dear friends, if you would like to reach out to us anytime or even let us know where you're listening from, please to keep this number nearby, 0488-808-11. is the same number you will need when it comes to uh, claiming your free giveaway. And so let us come to a song. And then after the song, we will... Uh, plunge deep into the wonderful study that uh, Pastor Hugh is going to lead uh, and uh, and so please don't go away. I know it's a precious time of the year, but enjoy this beautiful song.
3: Lift your head little one. Lift your In hope Lift your head Little one
0: Come back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time. Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Hugh in the studio of Faith FM. We are thankful to be here, and uh, Pastor Hugh is a faithful student of the Bible, and he's got wonderful uh, stuff to share with us, um, great stuff from the Word of God. And uh, we would like to remind you that throughout this week, we've been covering this great theme, God Keeps His Promises. And today, we we're answering the question, is the Christmas story still relevant? Dear friends, I'm not going to waste much time because I believe there's wonderful stuff to hear. But if you're interested in the free giveaway that we are uh, giving out uh, during this week, uh, it is the book, The Advent. Uh, and this was written by Nathan Brown. And Nathan Brown shares... You know, his own story actually of how he came to, uh, uh, understand, uh, Christmas and its meaning. And he explores it in many, way, in many, uh, angles. And so I'll highly recommend this book. If you are interested, please do send in the code word SA, uh, 29. And uh, the Faith FM bot will reply, asking for necessary details, so we could actually get this copy to you. So that is the word essay for South Australia, number twenty-nine. Send in that code word, and we will uh, make sure we uh, send that to you. So, friends, once again, welcome to Faith FM. Let me ask, Pastor, you. The question of which we are seeking to answer tonight, is the Christmas story still relevant?
1: Oh, I think it really is, Fabiano. And uh-huh. not only because it's a story that's endured, as I mentioned before, not only because it's a story of peace and goodwill. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think, as you mentioned before, we're, we're in a time at the moment where there is uncertainty, right. uh, where there is a certain degree of fear and anxiety due to the pandemic, right. uh, and uh, all that comes with it, you know, in terms of the, uh, uh, the disruption That happens to business and to personal lives and to travel and Mm, uh, mm, to mm. to families separated and isolated and and, uh, so the list goes on. Uh, And and yet at the same time, when we look at the original story, the gospel story of the advent, of the coming Uh of Jesus, that very first time, we are really talking here about a story of hope and survival. Wonderful. Now, <laughs> some of us are, are hoping that we'll survive. Mm. This is a story of hope and mm. survival. That's good. Um, and you know, look, we can, we can have some certainty in our lives in knowing yes. that, uh, that God was willing to enter into our existence uh, and to live our experience mm. in order that we might have an eternity uh, and the assurance of that eternity with him, wonderful that our life has meaning far beyond the material and far yeah. beyond uh, what we uh, uh, sense and feel and and uh, encounter, yeah. <clears throat> whether it's pandemic or whether it's uh, you know something else. But the fact is that our lives have meaning that live on well beyond tomorrow wonderful. and echo down the the halls of history and of time and space and eternity. So yeah. so it's a story of hope and it's a story of survival. And and one of the reasons for that, I think, is that Jesus didn't simply come. Yes. He came in a way that is just like so much of what we go through. Mm-hmm. You know, when when he was born, he was born into a society that knew a great deal of upheaval people right. were were traveling and they were moving and mm. people didn't know uh who the people coming into their their towns or whatever else happened to be and they weren't yeah. sure of who these people were uh and maybe they wanted to keep them at a little bit of a distance as well because uh this was a time where Rome was ruling and where there was uh, uh there were uh there was a census being taken <coughs> and the Romans were doing this because they wanted to know who who was in their empire, how many there were, and who was going to be taxed, therefore, uh, and, uh, and so they, they took a census and, uh, you know, uh, during that time of, uh, Emperor Augustus, um, people were moving hither and yon and back to their homes of origin. Mm. Um, but think about that story. Think about what it must have been like for Joseph and Mary to make that journey. It was a it was a relatively perilous journey. She's a she's a a, a young woman, right. heavily pregnant, um, not uh, sort of ensconced in the in the um, comfort of uh, first class in a flight, uh, or you know um, <laughs> encased in in a Lexus uh, mm. with with a whole series of different uh, safety mechanisms. This is a young woman who is on a on a donkey, mm. um, buffeted and, and 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 moved about with every step and every misstep and every stone uh, that 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 uh, mm-hmm. donkey was uh, was stepping upon. And so all the way from Nazareth, all the way to Bethlehem, um, and when they get there, they can't find proper lodging. oh you know
0: trouble after trouble as mm, to mm. as
1: to what the accommodation is going to be yes uh, and for all those travelers out there who are trying to get get home to their families at this time of year, yes. uh, let me just say to you that uh, uh, you know, I understand having traveled not that long ago from New Zealand to South Australia that <laughs> that there is a great deal of uncertainty about the journeys that we encounter that we engage in that we begin mm. uh, and will we get there will we be allowed in uh, <laughs> and and when we are allowed in in what way will we be allowed in? And, right. and what kind of accommodation and for how long. There's a lot of uncertainties that involved in mm. the, the COVID restrictions we face. That's right. Uh, and, and, and and in the same measure, uh, we have here a story of a young man and a young woman who are making their way uh, on a very uncertain journey in some respects, and when they get there, mm. there's no room for them. Wow. You know, sorry, no room for you. Even that's, though heavily yeah, pregnant, mm. uh, she wasn't that. Uh, and then, of course, we we have a story where uh, where death – was in the air. Hmm. You know, th- this was a time where, uh, you know, Herod was seeking to kill the baby. Wow. Um, and there was impending risk, mm. uh, and-, and they had to flee. They had to get away from that place uh-huh. and and so they, they actually end up became becoming exiles and refugees, if you will, to Egypt and then eventually when things were a bit safer, they were able to come back. So, right. you can hear some echoes in their story mm. that relate very much to, to what we experience to our in our lives today. Yep, yep. Uh, uh-huh. And so, is the story still relevant? I think it's very oh, relevant to the big times time in which we're living yeah. in. Yeah. And so, you can only imagine how they must have felt, you know traveling with all the challenges whilst pregnant, fleeing to another nation lest, you know, um, your son uh, be subject to death, mm. uh, maybe yourselves as well. Yeah. Um, and and yet they survive the ordeal. They, they get through it. And so in the midst of all the social and the cultural changes and all the, the pandemic uh, issues we're facing as well, the Christmas uh-huh. story, the Advent story, really offers hope and encouragement, I believe. Wonderful. Yeah, towards survival, uh, the hope of new life. Yes. Yes. Um, and and all of that um because of someone greater than you and I who has our best interests at heart. And so it's really important this story because it's endured and because it speaks of hope, it speaks of survival.
0: Wonderful. Mm. That is amazing. Now who is that person Pastor Hugh <laughs> Well Jesus amen, Jesus amen. as you said before Is the reason for the season
1: Amen uh, and, Praise and God It's because of him That, that yeah. we have hope for uh, for Meaning for today And hope for tomorrow So That's right. um, So we, we can know That God has our best interests at heart And it's a story amen. very much Of peace and goodwill As I said mm. before mm. Uh, Peace on earth And goodwill to all men Yes, um, yes. You know um, There are many people I think in that world today who either feel well let me put it this way there's a lot of inequality Mm -hmm, in our world mm -hmm. today and all the inequality indices uh, are pointing to the fact that it seems to be growing the rich are getting richer, the poor are getting poorer. It's sad. And uh, and with that inequality, there comes all kinds of social uh, disruption and a uh, uh, sense of injustice. And there's a lot of injustice in, in our world today and, and increasing awareness of that injustice in terms of uh, the various rights of different groups of people and whether they're being impinged on and uh, and, uh, and whether others are getting a greater advantage than what I am. Mm. And so uh, with that comes a great deal of conflict Right. within society right. as right. well yeah. um, and look every society has that problem and uh-huh. uh, Australian society has that problem. That's right. Uh, you know, um, Burundian society exactly. has that problem. Exactly, everywhere. <laughs> you know, uh, India has that problem. America yes. has that problem. Wherever you look in the world today, every society has that their problem. Um, yes. I'm just going to give you an example of that. Uh-huh. Um, not because I want to pick on any certain culture or anything, but because it just highlights the fact that, that you find this in every culture. Yes. Um, and so this is the story, you could say, of Adi. Uh-huh. Um, Adi, um, he... He knew what it was like to be untouchable mm. um, unwanted uh, considered impure, uh, considered wow. an, an outcast and an outsider uh, he he didn 't belong uh, amongst uh, the the anciently recognized groups mm. uh, of society. Uh-huh. He was considered an outcast um, and he had to perform only the the unclean tasks of of scavenging uh-huh, uh-huh, and clearing away uh-huh. and cleaning, um, and and cleaning sewers by hand and this sort of thing. Um, and so he was forced to work under all sorts of slave-like conditions for less than a dollar a day to pay off debts from generations ago. Wow. Um, he was really looked down Sad. upon. He wasn't allowed to drink from the same wells. You know, we talk about racial and ethnic yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, a- and cultural divides that exist between uh-huh. different groups. Well, he was somebody who was really experiencing it in a very um, horrendous way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he lived in constant fear of being publicly humiliated mm-hmm. um, by those seeking to keep him in his place, um, and he knew the reality of um, being forced off his own land, having his right to vote interfered with, mm. of having his home even burned down to the ground, yes, uh, being homeless. Uh, and so, all of this is all a true story of Adi. Um, now, this this all stems from uh, one person's experience. Uh, and one particular culture. Yeah. Um. In this case, and and my my Indian brothers and sisters will understand when I when I say this that, that there are differences in different um, different castes within Indian society. All oh, right. Um, and this is not the fault of modern India. Because there's a law in place, and like like a number of nations in the world today, sadly not all, not all nations, but India is one of the few nations that is increasingly saying, hey, look, we need to deal with this and we want to overcome this and we want everyone oh, to have good. equal rights. Mm. And so there's mm. actually a 1989 law that prohibits these things from happening.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. so
1: very progressive uh, yeah. in that way. Um, but nonetheless, Adi knew what it was like to be untouchable. <clears throat> he was what's called the untouchables. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, uh, interesting enough as well is that only just in the 1930s it was discovered that there was another group of people who were lower than the untouchables. Oh. And they hadn't, in 300 years of British colonialism, European sociologists hadn't discovered this group until the 1930s came along. They weren't even aware that they even existed. Huh. Um, and they were almost indistinguishable from the untouchables. Mm. But these people would come out at night to do the laundry and other tasks for the untouchables because they didn't have time to do it for themselves, because they are doing tasks for still others uh, within the chain of society. Wow. Um, and, and why do I raise this? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm raising this because I'm pointing out that there's internal inconsistencies and there's issues within every society, within mm. every culture. Mm. But also because, you see, no matter who we are or where we come from, there is always someone lower yeah. than you. Yeah. At least in perception. Wow. Um. And if there isn't, it's human nature, we'll find them. (laughs) We'll find someone that we think is lower than ourselves, Mm. or we'll make it so. There's always someone lower than ourselves. Now, why is this relevant to the Christmas story, and and how is the Christmas story relevant to this experience, this lived experience? Well, let me tell you, because 2,000 years ago, uh, Joseph and Mary were considered outsiders.
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, mm, uh, mm.
1: He, he was a, a young woman who, from outward appearances, looked like she had transgressed the the, the mores of the the culture around her. He was a, a heavily pregnant woman, or, or at least at, at an earlier stage of pregnancy, she was, she was pregnant, she was with child, uh, and it, there didn't seem to be a husband on the scene at the time mm. because of the virgin birth.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and so, uh, in that sense an outsider definitely you're, yep. You're yep. someone yep. that was somewhat untouchable that's right. to, to those within the society right. at the time uh and, <clears throat> and and furthermore um you think about others that were in that story as well joseph mm. you know he stepped in and he, he put the cloak of protection around her and said look you know I, i'm going to stand by you how was he looked at by mm. the people around oh, yeah. around him as well that's right you know yeah. um and and then furthermore you think about other other parts in the story too um, sure, they're carrying the stigma. They're carrying the shame of what seemed to be a child conceived out of wedlock. And, and mm. some of our listeners might know that that experience. You mm, know. Mm. Uh, maybe um, they no one necessarily plans that, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but that that's, a, that's what had happened for them. <clears throat> and and uh, then uh, you know they're, they're poor. They're incon. They're, they're insignificant. Um, they're the only shelter that they can find. Uh, right. Is is uh, what what was probably we call it a stable was probably an open cave mm. that was used mm. to stable mm. animals and and an animal's feeding trough <laughs> was used as the as the first little cot you know what what we call a, a manger wow. uh, with a dirt floor scattered straw mm. and that was about mm. all mm. you know so so in other words we're talking about a family that was facing all kinds of challenges just to stay together, wow. just to keep their heads above water in terms of uh, the poverty line and in terms of um, uh, not, uh, not being looked upon as anyone particularly significant or being on the outer, uh, for that matter as well. Yeah. Um, and also, therefore, no one wanted to take them in. Mm. Um, they might as well, in their case, just like I they might as well have been untouchable as well. Um, and then you think about the, their first guests – Right, because their yep. first guests were the shepherds, shepherds. <laughs> right? And <laughs> so you think about the shepherds, um, you know, back in the first century, the shepherds mm. they were considered, you know, a poor, dirty, rough, uncouth yeah. Yeah. Uh, within most of the social circles of the time. These were guys who lived out in the open fields. Mm-hmm. Um, they were living out on exposed ground as their bed, yeah. and so they and their clothes would have smelt like sheep, a dried sweat, the odour. of of having clung to them after many rains. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, and they rarely bathed, uh, <laughs> I understand from that time. So they were considered to be just about the lowest profession that one could have, mm. uh, honest profession, wow. uh, within Judea. Mm. And so you can picture the scene, right? Yeah. Here we've got this scene where here's Mary, she's about to give birth or has just given birth to baby Jesus, in and amongst straw, dirt, uh, cattle, and her first guests are not kings. They're not. Uh, um, they're not. They're not the mighty or the influential. Yeah. Um, they're a group of rough, dirty, sweaty, um, stinky shepherds you know, <laughs> who, who, who didn't even have a place to call their own. Mm. You're literally a group of strange, almost you could say, homeless men. And so, this is a story very relevant, mm. I believe, to our times today. That's right. Because it's a story that is for all of us. Because yeah. there's always someone, mm. as I said before, who's lower. So we think, yes. than us, but not according to heaven. Wow, that's not amazing. Not according mm. Mm. to God. The first exclusive guests of God <laughs> were, were the, the untouchables. Were the untouchables, <laughs> were the outsiders. And so <laughs> this right. is a story of, of saying, hey, this is where outsiders, here's where strangers, here's where those who have no one, nowhere else to call home, or no one to call family, mm. where they can find family, they can find belonging, where they can, they, they can have a sense of being someone, uh, or where anyone, can be someone, mm. and, and and this is uh, this is the beauty of the story of of Christmas, of that first Christmas, wow. uh, is that God is saying, everyone is precious in my sight.
0: Amen. Yeah. That is that is beautiful, Pastor Hugh, because we, looking back, um, I guess ever since the end of 2019, up to today, there are. Many, uh, questions, I believe, that have been raised in many people's minds Mm. regarding where the, where, uh, the world is heading. And there's a lot who have lost their loved ones, Mm. who have raised many questions. Uh, there are those who feel like they've been sidelined by society because of maybe their choices. There's a lot of things that are happening around the world. Mm. And, if we look at um um i guess uh, the social constructs in other countries as well mm. there are those who who feel like uh, the governments have uh, they're not treating them uh you know uh they're, they're not treating them equally based yes. on ethnic uh backgrounds you know there's a lot of questions and i think uh, putting it the way you've put it which is biblical which is truly the story of the bible helps each one of us to see to say that hey actually there is someone who cares for me and he was also not ashamed to you know humble himself and walk the path that i'm walking in order that he might lift me up and so yeah ever thankful definitely it is relevant I'm just wondering if there's any thought you'd like to share just before we come to a break. Oh, just what you shared just now, actually, mm. Fabio,
1: you know, brought a thought to mind. All right, uh, And that is that uh, you said that, that Jesus was willing yes. to say, I'm going to include you. In fact, so much so, I'm going to become one of you.
2: Yeah. Uh, and not yeah.
1: ashamed yeah. to call us uh, his own.
2: Mm. Uh,
1: and, and all of us need to know yeah. that someone sees us as significant. We have wow. significance. We have importance. Yeah. Uh, we have standards. Amen. Uh, in the sight of someone mm. in our lives, and someone who deeply loves us, and, and yes. we see this, we see this said actually in the book of Hebrews. Right. So in Hebrews here, uh, the writer says that uh, um, that both the one, this is Hebrews two verse eleven, right. both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy, that is made special and set apart to God, uh-huh. are of the same family. Wonderful. And so Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. And if you're a sister out there, he's not ashamed to call you sister either. Yes. Um, In fact, uh, he says here that uh, that uh, verse. Let's see, verse 17. He says, for Uh this reason, he had to be made like his brothers and sisters in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. He might bring us back at onement, reconciled back to God, you know, God becoming one of us, Wonderful. that we might become at one with God. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. In other words, it's saying here that, hey, whatever you're going through right now, no matter how people see you or whatever mm. people are saying about you mm. or have said, Whatever your past history happens to be, or your your current social standing mm. um or, or for that matter, whatever suffering you're experiencing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Jesus says, I'm not ashamed. In fact I'm I'm quite glad that <laughs> I've entered into that experience and that suffering mm. with you. And this is wow. one of the great stories of Christmas is that, that um sometimes it's hard to find someone just to have a meal with, right? Mm. But here we have God saying, I'm gonna become Emmanuel. God with, with us. us, amazing. God with you, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, no matter what what you're going through right now, God is with you. Amen. God sees you. Uh, in fact, He's not ashamed to be to be known as being uh, close to you and be a friend of yours. God loves you. So Amen. that's that, that's why this story is so relevant today.
0: Thank you. This program
1: is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
0: Dear friend, isn't that a comforting message? We've got a beautiful book which you would love to read, especially around this time of the year. A book, Advent, by Nathan Brown. A book so beautiful, hearing the good news in the story of Jesus' birth. Friends, something happened. Something happened that was so significant that every year we pause and sing songs about it. Share gifts with each other and retell the story. Something happened that changed everything, something good. Friends, Jesus came to seek and to save. Jesus came to draw near to you and to me that we may have a friend who cares. And so dear friend, if you are interested in this wonderful book, Advent by Nathan Brown, please send in the code word. SA twenty nine to this following number 04-888-808-11. zero four triple eight eight oh eight eleven. That is SA as in South Australia and the number twenty nine. That is the code word you need to send in. And the Faith FM bot will reply asking for your details. So send in that code word and we'll make sure that we send this free giveaway to you. And so friends, please enjoy this song or oh, come or oh, come. Emmanuel, I pray that this will be your prayer as you hear this song. Blessings.
4: Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel.
0: song that was welcome back you are listening to faith FM draft time big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Hugh in the studio just exploring this topic is the Christmas story still relevant under the theme God keeps his promises what a beautiful uh, sharing that uh, you know we just heard from Pastor Hugh about the relevancy of this story about Jesus, a friend who was not afraid to uh, humble himself uh, in his mission of saving us, but yet still live a life that um, that is similar to the life most of us live. And friends, let me just ask Pastor Hugh to continue sharing under this question, is the Christmas story still relevant? What else would you like to share, Pastor Hugh?
1: Oh, thank you, Fabiano. Yes, it's um, it's true to say that as this goes to air, <coughs> many of us are preparing for uh, this this season to reach its height. Yeah. Uh, where we're waiting for family to come together, and uh, it's only a matter of just a couple of days to go. Mm. Um, and so, uh, I I think it's really important just to note that no matter what stresses or challenges you're facing, mm. uh, or you're concerned as to who or who who will be or who won't be there, um, that. In that original story of, of the Gospel uh, of how that you know, Jesus came to be as one of us, mm. that he was born into a family that was just like so many others mm. uh, he wasn 't born into a palace, he was born into a manger as we heard you know and uh, uh, and and his family uh, was a family that had to overcome all kinds of uh, major obstacles mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. stay together. Mm. And so can your family. Yes. So can mine. As we look to the the one who created family, who designed marriage, who brought people together, uh, who, who, um, in fact, celebrates those things that are important to us by saying, I'm not above that. Mm. I'm a part of it. I I, I love being a part of your life with you. And so much so that uh, when the sign was given to those first guests yeah. there uh, in who had come out of the fields uh-huh. right um to those shepherds uh, the sign that the, an- the angel said to them was uh, not that you will find uh, someone wrapped in the, in, in a, in the uh, royal garments or carrying some sort of crown on their head <laughs> or, or, or um, whatever, the, or being in the halls of power, but someone who was described in this way. This will be a sign to you, he says in, in Luke. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Wow. Yeah. So huh. So, you know, the sign to you is of a new hope, of a new beginning is a new little life. Wonderful. Yeah. And you know what? Your life and Hmm. my life had a beginning, but it can also have a new beginning. That's right. It can start all over again. Amen. uh, Through the power and the love of God. Uh, And and so uh, here is that sign, just someone uh, helpless, someone uh, uh, without any great uh, sense of power or influence, Hmm. just simply wrapped in cloth and lying in an animal's feeding trough. You know, and, and so you know, well, I don't know what your circumstances are, <laughs> but uh, they, were, they were inauspicious mm. uh, circumstances into which Jesus began his yeah. life here upon the earth. Uh, and so you've got challenges. Uh, God is with you in your challenges, too. Amen. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. Um, but also with that, we should point out that, as you were saying before, this is a story of humility. Yes. That God humbled himself. Yes. That we might be, that, that our our mundane experiences might be exalted, mm. uh, and that we might be uh, might be rescued out of uh, out of the mire and the difficulties that, that we face. Uh, and so we read here in Philippians chapter two that uh, let our attitude be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. Mm. And that speaks right to the inequality uh, issues we're facing today. In other words, instead of grasping equality with God, he took upon himself the inequality of man. Uh Uh But made himself, it says here, nothing. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. In fact, he even became obedient to death, even death, on a cross. And why? Not for himself, but for us, so that we might live. Mm. So this is a story of humility. <clears throat> this is a story of someone who put others ahead of himself mm. and has has uh, certainly put you ahead of his own interests. In fact, his greatest interest is that that you might be saved and and we as well. Wonderful. Um, and so it's a story of humility mm. um, in a time of great hubris, pride, and arrogance. In the uh-huh. times in which we're living today, where bigger is better, and uh, it all starts and with me, it's all about me. <laughs> God says, "No, no, uh, I'm going to humble myself." So mm. we need a story like this today. That's right. We really That's do. Right. To to humble ourselves, to come together, and to leave all those those walls that are between us of pride. Uh, and of self-protection and just say hey look let's come together and honour one another uh, and love one another and uplift each other just as God did so to such an extent that he became one of us and one in our experience and even in t- into one of the more difficult beginnings that uh, that a human being can-, can have
0: That's quite interesting and you know as I'm listening to that I'm thinking you know even when it, ta- when it comes to giving gifts mm. maybe our focus should even be of um, you know sharing gifts with those you know who are uh, less fortunate, those who are facing it tough, those mm. who, yeah, this time should be really also, I mean, looking at the fact that Jesus came to seek and to save, to bless, to, you know, that outward focus. In fact, I'm now I'm reminded of John three sixteen. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave Yes. you, know, it should be also a season of giving. It should. Yeah. That's
1: right. And so you can see why gift giving is a part of the season. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're right, it comes to my mind too, is that you know yeah. God so loved the mm. world that he gave his That's one right. and only son. Yeah, yeah. This was someone who was uniquely unique. Mm. Um and someone who had no obligation to yes. us. You know, at the very basest level, we tend to do things either out of self-preservation or self-interest as human mm-hmm. beings. Yes. Or if we're going to do something for someone else, it may not just necessarily because we admire them, but maybe wow. because uh, um, we, you know, we have a shared humanity. Uh-huh, right, uh-huh. he didn't have that. No. He had no obligation to us at all, yep. and yet he gave the most gracious gift that they, that anyone could ever wow. think of, and that was the self-wrapped gift of himself. It wasn't wow. just a gift of of something in a box. Yes, he gave himself. Wonderful. All that he had to give.
0: That's amazing. he held mm. nothing mm.
1: back. Mm. And so uh, whatever you're, you're intending on giving or whatever you receive, yeah. know that the greatest gift has already been given. Amen. And I pray and hope that it will be received by Amen. each of us uh, this Christmas time. And that is that uh, the gift of God's one and only Son, that whoever believes, yes. no matter who they happen to be, That's right. no matter what our past or our background or what we've done or who we did it with, mm. that God is a God who loves us. And uh, he's done all that he can so we will not perish but have everlasting life. That's right. Um, you know, in thinking about that, uh, there's something else we can say about the relevancy of this story. Uh-huh. And that is that, that God has um, bestowed his favor upon us Wonderful. as well. Wonderful. You know, all right. um, in, in other words, it says here that uh, in Luke, it says that uh, glory to God is. In the highest. Actually, no, before I say that, even before that, verse 10 of chapter 2, it says, But the angel said to them, to the shepherds, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Uh, And so, in other words, uh, this is a message of, and a story of, of hope in times where people feel fear. Uh, this is, a, this is a, a story of good news mm. In a bad news world yes. That brings joy instead of um, trepidation um, That is for everyone No Wonderful. one misses out Everyone's included um, So this is a great story for everyone And then we see there A great company of the heavenly host Appeared with the angel praising God And saying glory to God in the highest And on earth peace to men And of course you know, mankind is what that means yes. On whom his favor rests Wow now, you think about that. Yeah. You know, whom his favor rests. The first people to hear this were the shepherds. <laughs> they were the shepherds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so uh, his favor rests mm. uh, upon us. And so of all the people that God looks around that he can show off his son to, uh, mm-hmm. uh, he looks in the nearby fields, he spies some shepherds, he chooses the dirty, he chooses the motley, he sends them a personal invitation to the most important social event in history, the birth of God mm. as a baby boy. Um, and so he appeared to them. He shone around, or at least the angels appeared to them. They shone around them. Uh, the angels were sent to them. Yes. And, and today, um, you know, God is saying, Hey, look, I've come to you. Um, and, uh, I, I'm, I'm doing this for you. I Wonderful. love you and I care about you. Um, and, and, you know, you, you think about, uh, that, that whole word favor. Mm. Uh-huh. Um, uh, to think that, that his favor rests upon us. Yeah. Now, 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 what does that mean? What, what's resting on us? Well, the favor, or the eudokia, as it says in oh, the Greek, right. uh, is that it literally means that, that God takes delight. He oh, takes pleasure in yep. you. He admires yep. Yep. you. Y- that you are his choice. He chooses you, and he's mm. content with you. And he's <laughs> purposing only goodwill uh, and wills only favor and resolves to be pleased with you. Wonderful. Uh, And so, this is the very word that he uses when he speaks of uh, those to whom he came, uh, as God the Son. Uh, His favour rests upon us, Uh, and and he sees he sees so much good in us, Um, and and uh, and and he sees beyond our mistakes, our errors, our nasty habits, our weaknesses, our temptations, and he sees in us someone worth giving his very life for. You are worth the life of God Himself. Wonderful. To God. Amen. Yeah. So, Amen. is the story still relevant? I think it is. I believe it is. immensely relevant uh, to our circumstances today, and all because it's a story of love. And what was that verse you said before, Fabiano? You mean
0: John 3.16? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah,
1: it's a story of love. That's
0: right. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. I that's think
1: we need to hear that one more time.
0: Amen. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him... Shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Well, dear friends, thank you so much. It's been good being with you and sharing this wonderful uh, time with you. We've learned a lot and I believe that uh, what Pastor Hugh has shared is truly amazing and it's truthful and it's beautiful indeed. It is truly amazing. so good when you hear the story about jesus and uh, his love for us and what he came to do for each one of us friends i wish we had more time mm. uh but um let us pray and then we'll bring this uh, program to an end and uh, just before we pray just a little promise jesus said in john 14 i am leaving you with this gift peace of mind and heart and the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. Let us pray, friends. Father in heaven, creator of heaven and earth, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you that Jesus could come in this world and live with us, um, sympathize with us, and eat with us and show us the way to life. Father, we are so thankful for we know that he laid down his life for us because he loved us. Oh, I'm reminded of John 1, 1 to 3. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Knowing that God, that Jesus being God could humble himself to such a level, it's heart, wo- heart moving and heart warming. So I mm-hmm. pray that in this time of the year, uh, that we will focus on Jesus and others as well and that we would But more importantly, that we would actually draw much nearer to Jesus. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.